Jesus rescues us, he begins a process within us that takes each of us from where we were to a life that is secure and centered on him. It is true that Jesus loves us just the way we are, but it's equally true that he loves us too much to leave us that way. Let's talk about this today as we start a new episode right now. Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor of Venture Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. Yes, it's official. We have changed our name to Venture Church. And so we are excited here um, to kind of venture on this new journey (laughs) of this new name change. And so we're super excited. So you will begin to see uh, things change that will... um, just basically remove the the Chandler Acres part of that um, from the name. Uh, we're not changing who we are, just changing the name. So uh, I promise you, we will still be who we uh, said we are um, throughout this beginning of this podcast uh, many years ago. And uh, so we just appreciate you just being a part of us, and we pray that you will not uh, change because we're not changing. Like I said, so uh, just continue to download and listen to. Uh, what we have to share and what Jesus uh, and God teaches us each and every day. So I am just, like I said, just thankful that uh, I can be uh, with you guys and talking with you guys, and uh, I'm just looking forward uh, to this episode today. So let's just dive in. Uh, this, on this episode, we are continuing our series that we started last week called Collide. Uh, we kicked things off by looking into the biblical principle of standing firm in our faith, And to kick things off today, I want to look at it again at our scripture that we are using uh, for this series. It's Colossians 2, uh, verse 8. And uh, for the series, I've been reading out of the New Living Translation, uh, so the NLT. So if you want to follow along there, that's fine. Otherwise, um, use your translation. Obviously, it's okay. Uh, Here's what it reads, Colossians 2, 8. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. So the Bible says the world attempts to offer us different set of values, ones that include things that are initially seductive, uh, but ultimately inconsistent and difficult to stand on, as we talked about last week. So uh, how do we pursue the things of Christ? Well, that's our question that we, we, we addressed last week. Uh, We allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit into all truth, and when we do, we will start to experience the abundant life Christ came to give us. But how do we keep the experience going day to day? That's our question today. Uh, Because we are human, and for some reason, uh, we have a hard time keeping things going from day to day. You know, a typical habit, routine, right? Those types of things. Um, In fact, I would have bet that uh, I've been challenging you guys to be praying every day and reading the Bible every day, and I would get, just the same as me, that it's hard to do day to day, right? And probably many of you have uh, skipped a day or more, or have just skipped a day and continue that, right? And, and you're just not there. So I believe God desires three things from us as we move forward in life and we lay the foundation. The first one I want to discuss um, today, uh, out of the three for the next three weeks, is being transformed, okay? 
being transformed. How many of you have ever seen any of the Transformer movies? Okay, uh, I hope you've seen some of them. If you haven't, uh, basically, um, this series was a, a was a series of movies, a huge hit, still very popular, actually. Uh, in fact, I think they're coming out with a new one. Uh, but the reason these movies were so successful is they had to do with the idea of a Transformer. If you don't know what a Transformer is, basically, uh, they were ordinary cars and trucks that would transform into superheroes that had amazing abilities. Okay. And the point being that, that once the ordinary vehicles transformed, they were truly extraordinary. And I believe God desires the same work to happen in your life and in my life. So many of us have been tempted to follow the patterns of this world, right, as the scripture teaches us. We, we get caught up in a sinful behavior that doesn't ultimately fulfill us. But God truly does know best. In fact, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about this. And that's going to be our ver uh, verse for the day. Uh, it's Romans 12, 2. Uh, and this is where Paul is writing, and, and here's what he has to say. Romans 12, 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect, right? Who doesn't want a, a good and pleasing and perfect life, right? And so uh, uh, Paul is writing here explaining how we can do that, okay? Within this one verse, I believe Paul gives us an equation, okay? First, there is a subtraction, then an addition, and finally an outcome, an answer, okay? Now, some of you might have just checked out on this podcast because you're, you hear that and you're like, uh, your mind just went back to buy, uh, the high school and you're thinking, I can't do that. That's algebra. Dan's just talking about algebra here. I failed algebra, so this, I'm out on this, right? But some of you, on the other hand, might be thinking and getting pretty excited because you just realized that you can actually say, I did get to use algebra for something in my lifetime, right? Those that, that you actually passed algebra are like, why am I going to use this, though? You know, why, why are we going to use this? Well, now you get to use it, okay? <laughs> but no matter how you feel about using this equation, I want us to break, this, break it down together, okay? To, to find today three keys to transformation in our lives, okay? We're going to be talking about three keys today uh, of transformation in our lives. The first thing Paul invites us to do is, number one, is to say no to the world. Say no to the world. We need to say no to the patterns of this world. And so we need to understand something here. I am a firm believer that in everyone's life, there's a rhythm of some kind. Some of us have healthy ryth rhythms, is what I want to say. Uh, for instance, some of us, we, we wake up early each morning, you know, drink our cup of coffee or our, our juice or whatever healthy, nutritious drink that we are uh, on for the, for the week or day or whatever. Uh, and then we spend some time in God's word and in prayer. And then we complete a morning workout before work or school. Now, I'm in that group until the workout kicks in. That's, that's not who I am. Unfortunately, I'm not a workout guy. Uh, so I fall in this, you know, fall in the next category, which is the others of us who may find ourselves caught up in unhealthy rhythms. You know, maybe you are one that continues to go through the drive-thru when you could get, uh, you could eat healthy at home, right? Now, I'm, the, I'm that guy. I'm kind of that first guy that, that health, I have a healthy rhythm up until that point, right? I'm, then I'm, I, I kick in here where I go, I love to go through the drive-thru. I do. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. You know, I built my physique the way going through the drive-thru, okay? Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, maybe you are a person that buys a pack of cigarettes a day. Or, or more than more than one a day, right? Knowing that it's not good for you. You know the results of continuing to smoke uh, those cigarettes. 
Maybe it's something worse. You are in the need of a fix for a substance, right? Like like some kind of drug or alcohol, right? Something on that nature. Or or you spend most of your paycheck at the one-armed bandits, right? If you know what I'm talking about, the casinos. Maybe you play cards or whatever. Uh, maybe you can't take your eyes off the video. And you know what video I'm talking about, right? You, you The one that you know you shouldn't be watching, right? There's, it's the one you hide from everybody else, right? Because you, you know you're not supposed to be looking at it, especially your wife or vice versa, your husband, right? Those types of things, okay? But when we are in these seasons, we allow the things of this world to, to lead us astray. We get stuck in a, in a rhythmic cycle, and, and we don't know how to get out of it until we finally come to the conclusion that God needs us to have a willingness to simply say no. We have to say no. God wants us to have this willingness to say, you know what, I'm not going to do that. No. The answer is no. And so in your life right now, you, you maybe the first step you need to take towards transformation for you is you to have to have some eternal dialogue between you and your sinful habit, right? So you, you can say something along the lines like, sin, every time I convince myself you are gone, you have been creeping back into my life. And even if you continue to present yourself to me as a temptation, I'm telling you that the answer in advance is no. I'm not going to do that. You know, devil, get back from me. The answer is no, right? Now, my encouragement is if you're going to have that conversation, don't do it in public, <laughs> okay? Don't do it out in the middle of public because you might get turned in for something, right? Or, or checked in somewhere, right, that you don't want to be, okay? Uh, so, but have that conversation. Have that eternal dialogue with, your, with yourself, okay? Many of us uh, may have an unhealthy rhythm in our life right now because we have been, as Paul says, trying to copy the behavior and customs of this world, the patterns of this world, right? When we have a rhythm in our life, we will be in some form or fashion mirroring something, right? Either we mirror the world and its values or we mirror our God and his values, right? And so we have uh, received the initial subtraction that must take place. Right? The first part of the equation is the subtraction part. We, we say no. So we're subtracting it out of our lives. Right? When we say no, it's gone. Right? So what do we add in its place? Well, that's part of the, the equation. Right? That brings us to the second key to transformation in our lives. Um, it is we need to say yes to the way. We say yes to the way. That's the addition part. Right? And, and so once you are able to locate the worldly patterns you've been following, the space is then created for God's transforming work to take place. Because Jesus desires that, that we live a life that is consistently seeking to grow. Okay, It's continually seeking to grow. That's what Jesus desires, is that we are continually seeking to grow. Let me illustrate it this way. Okay, uh, I wish I could show you, but <laughs> uh, let's just say you have a plant or a flower, right? Some kind of uh, thing that you need to grow, right? And what does a plant need to grow? needs sun, nutrients, and most important, it needs water, okay? Because it can, it can live off of um, uh, no sun and no nutrients for, for a while. You know, a lot of plants can live with no sun and no nutrients for a while, but water, they cannot. Water, they have to have water. And so you need to give it some water, okay? However, for this plant to continue to grow, it will need more water later. You can't just give it one time and expect it to be perfect for the rest of your life, right? In fact, it needs a regular routine of water. So in other words, uh, I can't pour sweet tea or soda or any other substance on it and then stick it in a dark room for weeks at a time and then expect it to be healthy. It has to be water, right? You got to add some water, okay? Well, in Romans 12 too, Paul seems to be concerned with how we think. Our thought process is important, especially when it comes to growth potential in the kingdom of God. 
And oftentimes, the temptation to follow worldly patterns and values begins with a thought, right? It all begins with a, with a thought process. But the same is true for the patterns Christ wants in our lives. Spending time reading and studying the Word of God will give us the right type of thought process and help us respond well when we are confronted with the worldly things that we face every, every day, right? And just like the plant a moment ago, we can't simply just water our minds and hearts every once in a while. It must be a healthy routine and rhythm we enter into, okay? I've been talking for the last, if you follow my uh, follow the podcast, I've been talking for, man, for the last five, six weeks about getting into Scripture on a daily basis. And it's, not, it's more than just saying that's what God says we're supposed to do. It is getting in that routine to have that healthy routine and rhythm of reading Scripture every day. And the fact the Bible talks about this concept. Um, it's in Psalm 1, 1 through 2, and here's what it reads. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. See, David, who wrote Psalms, is a walking, talking example of the importance of meditating on God's word day and night. God desires that we we not just have the word near us, but actually in us, you know, in our minds, in our hearts, and through our lives, through our whole lives. The work of transformation will only be done when we allow God to to do it, right? Maybe something needs to change in your morning or evening routines to allow God to transform you from the inside out by spending time with him, right? I hope you found, if if you've been taking that challenge of reading scripture every day, that you've learned that you have to set some time aside, right? You you have to make uh, a conscious effort to, to, to make that happen, okay? It begins in your mind, right? You have to, you have to create that. And so um, by doing this, you have moved worldly distractions out of the way, and, and this allows God to come and do a transforming work. This, this transformation begins in your mind, right? And Paul closes out Romans 12, 2 with an outcome. Once we take these steps towards transformation, he says, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect, right? We all want that, right? Well, that's, that's, the, the, that, that's the third key, right? It leads us to the, the outcome, the solution, right? It, it's, it's the third key to transformation in our lives. It's, it's called discern your purpose, all right? Discern your purpose, D-I-S-C-E-R-N, your purpose, right? We know, even though Paul wrote this letter many years ago, it, it is amazing that God knew what we need even now. You know, thousands, hundreds, millions of years ago, okay, God knew what we need now. And there's some of you that are, that are listening to this podcast today that have spent time searching tirelessly for your purpose in life. You, you've tried to find it in the things of the world and figured out you couldn't. You, you've tried to find it in a relationship, and you figured out you couldn't. You tried to find it, in, it, it by achieving a certain social media status, and, and you figured out you couldn't. You, some of you tried to figure it out in some other substance, right? Going back to that drugs, alcohol, something that, that replaces that, and you figured out you couldn't. Christ is the only one who can give you meaning and purpose in your life. He has called you to do great things for his kingdom here on earth, and you have gifts and abilities that no one else has for building up his church, okay? And when I say church, it's not building up the building. You're in a con- it's, it's, it's building up the people, helping bring people to come to know Christ, okay? But, here's, that's a big but too, okay? I wonder how many of us have yet to sense a calling from God 
because we have allowed our unhealthy rhythms to distract us from a relationship with him. We haven't been able to sense God's leading because we haven't spent time with him in his word or in prayer, right? The good news is this. There is still time. Right now, there's still time to rewire your life. The Bible is full of instances where God makes it clear that there is still time to give him your life. Even the thief hanging on a cross next to Christ had time to receive eternal life, right? And Joel 2.12 says, That is why the Lord says, Turn to me now while there is time. Give me your hearts coming with fasting, come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. See, all the way back in Joel, and some of you are like, there's a, there's, a, there's a Bible, there's a book in Joel in the Bible? Yes, see, you don't spend enough time in it, okay? <laughs> all the way back in Joel, the Lord invites us to give him our lives, run back to him in repentance. Jesus Christ came to this very earth, was tempted by the same worldly things you are tempted by, but yet he did not sin. And ultimately, he died on a cross for our sins so that we could be transformed into walking, talking reflections of him. You are not too far gone. You are not out of the game. Christ wants you back. He has a seat for you at the table. It's not too late. In fact, as long as you have breath in your lungs, it's never too late to make a profession of faith and some of you to rededicate your lives to Christ. Right? For some of you, that will mean returning to a vibrant faith and a relationship that you have allowed to grow cold. You've allowed the distractions of life to collide, right? How many of you have seen um, a, 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 a car wreck or been in a car wreck, the collision, right? It's just massive, right? And you've allowed the distractions of life, like a car wreck, collide, just collide, collide have a collision in your life with your faith, right? And you felt distant from God for some time, right? It happens to us all the time. Somebody gets sick and, and we, we distance ourselves from God because that was a collision in our lives. We lose somebody special to us, and we, we blame God, and so that becomes a collision in our lives that, that, that reduces our faith, right? And, and so we have allowed God to just be distant for us for some time because of that. And we haven't mustered up the energy to do anything about it. But I'll add this, we haven't done enough yet. Because I believe today is your day. If you've downloaded this podcast today and you're listening today, today is your day. And you could say today is my day, right? For some of you uh, that have downloaded this will be a new step of faith into a relationship that you've heard others talk about, but you're ready to make it your own. And believe me when I say a life of faith is the most wild venture you'll ever take. And that's why we've renamed our church Venture Church. Because we believe that, that God sends you on a journey, a venture, that sometimes is risky. We get it. But the reward, the reward is an eternal reward that is worth every single moment, every single moment. So here's the deal. I want to invite you, those that are you or that are listening, that would like to start the relationship of faith with Christ for the first time to say, today is my day. Today is my day. And ask Jesus to come into your life, repent of your sins, have him come into your life and let him be Lord of your life. And the same goes for those of you that have allowed the world to collide with your faith. And now your faith has grown cold. You too say, today is my day. I'm going to change it all around. Christ, I am now following you again. I'm rededicating my life to you again because today is my day. I'm not going to be the old. I'm going to be the new. And for the rest of you, um, you're not off the hook. <laughs> because you can also say, today is my day. 
that I'm going to pray for those that are listening to this podcast or will download this podcast in the future who will be making decisions. You can say, today is my day as well. I'm going to be praying for these folks, right? So you know what? I, I don't normally pray at the end, of my, uh, in the end of my podcast, but today I am because I need to pray for those that are making decisions today. Father God, I just thank you for the time that you've given each, um, each person each week and myself to come and, and create this podcast and listen to this podcast. That, Father, today people are making decisions to know you for the first time in their lives or to rededicate their life to you. And, and so, Father, as they pray and they seek you and they search for you and they come to you, as they say today is their day, I lift them up to you. And, and, and Father, I just know that you'll take care of them, watch over them, seek them, uh, pray with them. Uh, and Father, that you will take care of them, watch them, love them. Uh, Father, we lift this up to you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. This concludes another podcast uh, from Venture Podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you'll be back with us next week as we continue our series on Collide. We'll talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast and Chandler Acres Ministries, or you'd like to become a patron, please visit us at chandleracreschurch.com.